One million people lined the parade route for the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory celebration. We were talking yesterday about the three schools that made it known, win or lose, there would be school. And then they backpedaled and changed course. And say, okay, fine. It's the Chiefs, man. None of the none of the teachers are coming, and there's no bus drivers. So I guess go ahead, go ahead, take your children to this thing. But I don't know. We were talking about that yesterday. I don't think any of us could have envisioned what was about to happen at the end of um, the rally at Union Station. So our coworker uh, Chuck Armstrong, lifelong Chiefs fan, went to K State. Uh, he was at the rally. He's on the phone with us. Hey, Chuck. Hey guys, um, good to hear from. Uh, good to hear your voices this morning, man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you, I'm looking at the pictures. You were off to the looks like the left hand side of the stage, um, ish. And um, how far away were you from where this all started? Uh, yeah, it's pretty close, man. So you know, like. Kind of the the central point in all of that is this big old building called Union Station, yeah. and that was not really open to the public. But if you were a, a guest of the team or a, on staff with the team or media, you could, you know, you you would you would have access to that. So that million people lining the parade route, and then however many thousands of people surrounding that building, Union Station, none of them really could get into Union Station. So. Uh, and there was really, as far as I could see and, and experience, kind of one way in, one way out of the building. And right. so uh, on that leftish side of the stage was right there at the entrance. Okay. And so just for perspective, and I don't think people know this, the rally was pretty much over, right? The, the, the players, everybody was done speaking, and or, or whereabout were they yeah. in this whole uh event yeah so i mean it you know it's it's quite a day man everybody gets there at four or five in the morning and then the parade doesn't start till 11 and the parade takes a couple of hours and then the rally is just like a drop in a bucket yeah and and there so the rally i want to say wrapped up around like 145 maybe okay and confetti cannons blasted and music was blasting and and then that was it everybody's leaving everybody's exiting and then as I'm trying to, to kind of cross into a different section with my buddy who works for the Chiefs, and, we, you know, we were trying to get past, uh, cops stopped us. Yeah. And you could tell they were, they were a little confused or not confident in what they were about to say, but they told us, sorry, guys, this is an active crime scene. And that was the first moment that we had heard anything related to that. And then we started kind of looking around, and you could see people moving fast. You could see people jumping over barricades. So, but still, I think even even in that moment, people were very unaware or unsure of what happened. So, um, anytime you hear a situation like this, the witnesses say, "You know, I thought it was fireworks or firecrackers or something." And I don't know if you've heard the audio of, uh, I believe TMZ has it posted, but I played it for Dwyer, and I'm like, you know what? To me, if I'm there, I hear that. And I would just assume, depending on where we're at in the in the the ceremony, yeah, that's like fireworks going off. So I don't know if you've heard this, but listen to this. Could, could you hear any of that? 
No, and that's like like when I mentioned the confetti cannons, that's all I've been thinking about because those those go off. You know, they don't they don't quite sound like fireworks, but I mean they're loud and they, they they kind of have that explosive feel and sound to them. And then and you do like when I say they're blasting music, I mean it was like the loudest music I had ever heard. And so you've got that bass pumping and all of that too. And so yeah, and and, and listen to uh, Sunday night when the Chiefs won, Kansas City, every suburb, every little town around Kansas City. They were shooting fireworks for hours. Yeah. And so, like, even that. So if you were to think, like, oh, man, some fireworks went off after the rally, duh. Like, you would expect that almost. Okay. So that, that makes perfect sense. And the way information spreads, it, it's nothing but confusion. Like, the, it looks like the crowd starts moving. And then moving quickly, but you really don't know. And then until a cop says something about a crime scene, um, so did they tell you to stay in place, or what? What do the what do they say to you? No, they they like we were. I mean, we were just trying to cross this one section, and this this cop that and doing a great job said, you know, sorry, can't come this way. It's an active crime scene. And so, I mean, you, we could literally just move three feet in either direction. And then we could cross. So I, it, was, it was pretty clear that even like some cops in the in the section, they weren't you know they weren't sure what was going on. They just knew that there was a crime scene somewhere, and they had to kind of protect a certain area. And, okay. you, and your perspective was you didn't even know what kind of crime it was. That's right, man. And then I'll tell you this, and this is I, I kind of get goosebumps thinking about this. And I know I, I know I'm not alone here, but as me and my buddy are walking, then, you know we kind of find our way around. Uh, I look at my phone and I've got 10 missed calls from my wife and oh. all these text messages saying, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, okay, this must be that active crime scene we just heard about. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, so, so people, because here's the deal too. And, you know, listen, I, I'm still kind of new to this whole uh, Chiefs being champions thing, but uh, uh, the, the rally takes over television. It takes over your computers. Like that, that's all that's streaming. That's all that's on TV. So the million people at the parade, at the rally, then the millions of people at home, they're all watching it, too, in real time. And so they're watching the rally, and then the rally breaks to to the news anchors that are saying, you know, reports of a shooting. And so everybody then just starts texting and calling. And when you, you're there, I don't know what it's like normally, but like when we go to a Hawkeyes game at Kinnick, you got... 70, 80,000 people crammed into the stadium. Cell service is crap from the get-go. Along the parade route and at the rally, did you have any cell service to begin with? Barely. Like, it, it was, it was it, you know, it, I might have it for a few minutes and then it would go away. And that was, yeah, that was the thing, too, because I was just trying to, you know, throughout the day, text my wife photos from yeah. the event or, or anything like that, and and, uh, you know, half the time they wouldn't go through or it would take 20 minutes to go through. And then when I saw I missed her call, I actually tried to call her right back and it, it wouldn't go like it just immediately, you know, hung up. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, yeah, because there's however many tens of thousands of people, maybe a million people all trying to call or all trying to text. So how long did it take from when that cop said this is an active crime scene to when you, from that point to when you were at home with your family? So this is, I mean, this is just, this is going to sound weird as I say this out out loud, but uh, my buddy and, and some of his coworkers, they had a couple tables 
uh, reserved at a bar downtown. And that's what they do every year because this is their third rally as, as staff members. And, yeah. and so, and so we're like, you know, we, we're still kind of unaware of what's going on. Uh-huh. And because of that self-service, self-service issue, it's not like we could stream video on our phones and, and, and see anything. So we're just relying on text messages from people. And so we were just like, well, let's just, let's walk to this bar and, you know, we kind of, kind of sit down and regroup. So that's what we did. And so, I mean, it, it was, you know, it was a good 15, 20 minute walk, but uh, you could just kind of feel all that. It, it's just crazy, man. You feel all that joy and all that excitement and just, you know, like snuffed on top out. of the world, snuffed out like instantly. And so people walking on the sidewalk, you, you could just feel that, 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 that joy is gone. When you get to the bar, wherever you're going, it's just, it's just a totally different thing. And then at the bar on the TV where you would expect sports center or, or something blasting, it's all local news and it's all talking about this. Yeah. So your perspective, as you mentioned, went from celebratory to, uh, like you said, the energy is kind of sucked out of the moment. As you look back on this, one year from now, five years from now, what do you think will be the takeaway? Will it be the celebration that you got to go to, the parade, the the the, the music, the players, or will it be this story? Yeah, man. I mean, what a <laughs> that's, that's such a good question, man. Uh, and I want to say, and, and a good friend of mine told me, he's like, well, he, we, he was texting me after, making sure we were okay, and. Uh, and he's like, man, we can't let the joy, you know, we, we, we have to let the joy win. The yeah. joy has to win. And so as I think about that, man, yeah, I, I think a year from now, like, we'll still celebrate, man. We're champions and all of that. And we had this great party and this, this great rally. But also, uh, no matter how much joy wins, like, I, I, I have to understand, I mean, there are some unforgettable moments for people well, yeah. that they have to live with for the rest of their life. And so... You know, I know those are just words, you know, and I, so I don't want to take that away either. No, but life gets back to normal. But what's odd, you know, and what you said is 100% true, but if you went and looked anywhere on whether it be Twitter or social media and you searched for Chief's Parade, I got no perspective of what it really was like because all that yeah. comes up is all mm-hmm. of that stuff. You know, uh, uh, all of this, and it it uh, it overshadowed the, the moment. And well, yeah, my my wife my wife was watching the parade with with our kids because uh, they were home, thankfully. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, she had to turn it off because it went from the parade and the rally to you know twenty four seven coverage of this, and so we haven't put the TV on this morning. And right. again, like even this should all be a joyous thing where we <clears throat> recap the parade and the rally and. And Kelsey's drunk speech. No, no. (laughs) I find that to be probably the best part of this whole story is that there was something that happened that was actually more attention drawing than the the role of whatever gunplay took place. You guys had a big enough crime to deal with right here. Um, I think my mom. I think my mom, who is as straight edge as they come, I think she was more offended by that than the shooting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So, okay, back to my, uh, when were you able to connect with your wife? You had 10 missed calls. You got 15 minutes from the site to where you could regroup at the bar. How long did it take until you could finally let your wife know that you were okay? It was on that walk, so probably about 10 Uh, minutes into the walk. uh, Okay, okay. I mean, she was just, she was, you know, she was beside herself. And this is, this will sound like I'm making it up, but uh, before I left. And and so to get to the rally and the, the parade, we, she actually drove me to, to Arrowhead, to the stadium, and I had to be there like 7 in the morning. I mean, it's just quite a production. Yeah. And, and she told me, and she's never said this to me before. I've gone to concerts and festivals and traveled and whatever. But she said, like, you could just tell that she thought, this is a huge, huge event, unlike anything else, a million people all crammed in, you know, downtown. And you could just, like, just the way she kind of said goodbye or, or be safe, you could just tell, like, she was worried, like, well, this is, if something was going to happen, this is where it's going to happen. And then, well, however many hours later, it happened. And probably not for this reason, but uh, be safe, don't get robbed, don't get separated, don't screw up the card, or don't, you know, that's right. whatever. Yeah. Well, it's the new landscape of whenever there's a large group of people together, you just, you have more to be concerned about than you used to have to be. Uh, regardless of what behavior ends up making the headlines, you have to be way. I tell my kids all the time: keep your wits about you, because that is just that is just important. You don't know. You can expect the. You can want the best. You have to prepare for the worst, and somewhere in between lies the truth. And uh, in case you're just tuning in, uh, this is Chuck Armstrong, who's uh, who was at the rally yesterday, where a person was shot and killed, and 21 others were injured. Uh, during the the uh, the chief celebration, uh, Chuck also hosts uh, Loudwire nights uh, for our company. You can hear it on Loudwire.com or uh, in Dubuque. Congratulations on that station, That's right. 97.3. Hey, thank you. Um, and uh, and we can't also lose sight that uh, during our conversation, you've mentioned uh, the Chiefs celebration um, and Super Bowl victory three times. Okay, and I don't mean to sound like a sore loser, but Next year, you won't have this problem because the Bears uh, will be hosting their Super Bowl victory celebration (laughs) in Grant Park. Uh, And if you're invited as a as the losing team, then maybe you can hang out with us. Kelsey wasn't. How we wrap? Is this how we wrap up the conversation, guys? (laughs) As if if a drunk Kelsey wasn't bad enough, a drunk dreaming Dwyer. Yes, I've had a few this morning. You know. Um, Well, you know, it sucks that. you had to experience that firsthand um and and just all of the commotion and like you said the the shift the 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 theft of the moment but joy will always win that's that's a that's a great message um yeah uh, and and this was on and i know this sounds like we're not from around there but since we're not from around there Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. It was in Missouri, but the Chiefs are in Kansas City, Kansas? No, so yeah, so the, the rally parade was downtown Kansas City, which is Missouri, uh-huh. KCMO. And the Chiefs are, are uh, they're actually in a town called Independence, Missouri, uh, out just a, a 20, uh, not even 20, 10 miles outside of, of Kansas City. Um, okay. So... There's actually no Kansas connection to the Chiefs or the Royals, other than Kansas City is split between the two states. And well, so, who thought that that was a good idea? Springfield <laughs> on that side of the river, it's not Kansas City. That's the dumbest. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It drives me crazy. Which side has the good beer? Which side has the low alcohol beer? Is it the Missouri side or the Kansas side? Well, hold on. You said good beer, but then you said low alcohol beer. So I, I, are, those are two different things. Well, the low alcohol beer would be because one of them has like they, they protect you from high alcohol content. Which side of the river is that? Yeah, I believe you'll find that on uh, the Kansas side. The Kansas side has higher alcohol. That's right. Yeah. So you got to go to Kansas City, Kansas to get alcohol transported across state lines and go back to Missouri in order to celebrate to the level and then yeah. and then if you're if you uh you know if you partake in this and I don't but I have friends do but uh marijuana is legal on the Missouri side illegal on the Kansas side sports betting is illegal on the Missouri side legal on the Kansas side so there's just a lot of driving back and forth for people <laughs> That is enough to give an aspirin a headache, this whole situation, man. <laughs> oh, I got Well, exactly buddy, right. we appreciate you talking to us. And the, the the radio person, Lisa G., she's the one who is deceased. Yeah. Um, she works for KFI, but that's not one of our stations, is it? it it's th- not, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a local non-commercial station, and, and she did this specialty weekly show uh, on, about Tejano music and uh, just a, a big loss for for that, that community. Yeah, yeah, uh, and boy, some of the video that I've seen, you know, it says one confirmed dead, seven with life threatening injuries. I don't know who they were doing the chest compressions on. If you've seen that video, but that to me doesn't look very good, and it didn't look like it no. was her as well. So. All right, I know it, uh, it's, it's a rough day down there. I don't know how you guys move forward or what happens next, but I appreciate you chatting with us, Chuck. Yeah, always. Hey, maybe next time you guys have me on the show, it could be on you know a happier occasion or something like that. Well, it'll be next year when the Bears have their celebration. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. All right, Chuck, thank you. See you, man. Yeah, see you guys. All right, see you. There's Chuck Armstrong. Uh, he's actually one of our bosses, technically speaking. So host of uh, Loudwire Nights. Yeah, that's the guy that Hairball sends all the dirty photos to, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's Chuck. You couldn't get any yesterday because of the cell service mm-hmm. down there, so now you've got to double up today. <laughs>